Good morning, snackers. Welcome to Soul Snack, a show where I share with you a bite-sized portion of God's Word and how it applies to our lives today. I'm Heather Vargas, and I'm here to help you nourish your soul and grow in your faith. I don't want our busy lives. We don't always have time to indulge in a full meal, right? So what do we do? We grab a snack on the go to nourish us until our next meal. And just like with meals, we don't always have time to sit through an hour-long sermon. Hence, these bite-sized portions are a snack for your soul. Hence, soul snack. In each episode, I'll satisfy your spiritual hunger with a talk about a specific topic or scripture that relates to our current challenges, opportunities, and joys, and sometimes even our sorrow and our pain. I'll also give you some practical tips and insights on how to live out your faith in everyday situations. I'll also issue a weekly challenge to help put what we notched on into motion and, of course, end in prayer. Whether you need some encouragement, inspiration, or guidance, I hope these segments will be a blessing to you. So let's feed your soul with God's Word. So grab your favorite snack and join me for a soul snack. Let's get started. Uh, Before we dive in to our little snack, I just wanted to reach out and apologize to you, my listeners. Um, If you follow me on social media, then you know that I told you that this episode would be out by Monday. However, I do apologize. Life did get in the way. I'm only human, you guys. Uh, This is not my full-time job. I do have an actual full-time job. I do have family. I do have life obligations. um, And life sometimes happens. As you know, a couple weeks ago, uh, my husband and I were sick. It's real nasty. Uh, I still have some congestion three weeks later. Um, and now our son is sick. So if you want to just throw out a quick little prayer of healing for my house, that'd be wonderful because this stuff is no good. And I really hope that you and your family are staying safe. Uh, whatever you do to prevent getting sick, whether it be vitamin C, um, zinc, you know, flu shot, whatever it is, please, please, please go and do that. Um, it, it is nasty. You guys don't want this. So anyway, so let's get started. So this week's snack is called Rise Above. Embracing the power of hope. As we rapidly approach the holiday season, it's all about hope, right? I mean, hope for safe and wonderful holidays, hope for being with our families, hope that we don't fall apart with the things that we struggle with, hope our credit card bills stay low, hope for the new year coming up and all the promises that that comes. And these are all ways that we hope. But something we struggle with with hope is because Hope isn't tangible, right? It's not something that we can go to the store and buy, we can hold physically, and that we know that things are going to be okay. So how do we embrace the power of hope? Well, first, let's look at some of the things that we hope for, right? As humanity, we all kind of hope for some of the same things. So today, more than ever in recent years, we all hope for a better economy, right? Better gas prices, better home prices, better rent, better jobs, better pay, et cetera, et cetera. We tend to hope for things that impact our lives, our dreams, our realities, our families. But what exactly is hope? The dictionary definition of hope is a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. It is significant to our lives because everyone has it. Everyone desires for specific things to happen. So how do we embrace the power of hope through scripture? Hope is defined in the Bible. It's more than wishful thinking or vague optimism. It's a confident expectation rooted in our faith in God. Our hope is not solely based on what we can see in front of us, 
but on the promises and nature of our loving creator. Today, we're going to look at Romans 15, 13, and it says, May the God of hope fill you with all the joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. This verse reminds us that our hope actually stems from placing our trust in God. I know what you're thinking. If God puts hope into us, then why doesn't he just make everything perfect so we don't have to hope? Am I right? Well, that answer is way too long for a snack. That's a whole meal. But the short of it is free will. We were given free will to act the way that we want. And sadly, that also means turning away from God when we need him the most. But by surrounding our uncertainties and worries to him, we can experience the overflowing hope, joy, and peace that comes from an unwavering faith. The Holy Spirit empowers us to embrace hope even in the midst of our challenges, knowing that God is faithful and will guide us through every step of our journey. The hard part is the human part that we all experience. As in, why does my journey include a loss, like the loss of a job or the loss of a loved one? Or why is there hurt like a breakup or physical illness? Things like that. Unfortunately, that's just all part of our journey. We will never know or have all the answers of why God allows us to go through everything that we do until we meet him and ask him ourselves. But through my journey, I have learned that there's something he wants me to learn. I've also learned that if I ignore him and I go on my own way, I experience the same kind of lesson over and over and over until I do learn. For example, just like our children, we can tell them over and over not to touch a hot stove but sometimes those children are so stubborn that it's not until they get burned on that stove that they learn. Why? Because sometimes they have to experience the pain themselves to learn. And just like us, God's children, sometimes we just have to experience that burn ourselves to learn the lesson. But that doesn't mean we can't have hope, that we can't embrace that hope as a strength in our hard times. We can voice that hope and put it in front of God, and he listens. He may say no, or he may deliver it in a different way, but he knows what you need. He's the one that instills that seed of hope in you to begin with. So how do we nurture hope? To nurture hope, we must cultivate a positive mindset and shift our focus. We can build hope by staying rooted in God's word, where we find promises of his faithfulness, love, and plan for our lives. Regular prayer, meditation, and reflection can also deepen our connection with God, strengthening our hope. What about living in hope? Hope should not only be an abstract concept, but a transformative force that impacts our lives and the lives of others. Let us embody hope in our actions, displaying kindness, compassion, and support for those around us. As we walk in hope, we become beacons of light, providing inspiration to those who may be struggling to find their own hope. This week, I challenge each of you to spread some hope. Step out of your comfort zone and perform intentional acts of kindness. For example, reach out to somebody in need, offer encouraging words, or even volunteer your time to serve others. Try paying something forward, whether it be someone's morning coffee or even a whole meal at a restaurant. However, you want to show someone an act of kindness. By shining the light of hope, we can create a ripple effect, igniting hope in hearts that desperately need it today. Remember, 
Hope is not a passive state. It is an active choice that we make daily. Together, let us embrace hope, trust in God's promises, and become ambassadors of hope in a world that need it more now than ever. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you today grateful for the hope that you instill in us. Fill us with your joy and peace as we place our trust in you. May we overflow with hope, not only in our own lives, but in the lives of those around us. Help us to be vessels of your hope, sharing your love and lifting others up, especially in times of darkness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I hope you enjoyed today's snack, and I hope you have a wonderful week filled with hope and love. And just a quick end note, as always, we hope to hear from you. Email us at blessings at soulsnack.org and tell us what your hopes are and any ideas that you have for future shows or prayer requests. What do you want to hear about? We hope that you found inspiration and encouragement through today's snack. And before we wrap up, we would like to take a moment to share an opportunity for you to support this ministry. We depend on the generosity of listeners like you to continue producing content that uplifts and impacts lives. If you have been blessed and nourished by this snack and feel like you want to contribute, we invite you to consider making an offering. Your support allows us to expand our reach, produce more thought-provoking episodes, and provide valuable resources to individuals seeking spiritual growth. No offering is too small, and every contribution makes a significant difference. To contribute, simply visit our website at soulsnack.org and click on the offering menu. You will find a secure and convenient option to support us financially. We're grateful for any amount you're able to give, and in the very near future, we will have some fun merchandise to show your love of snacks. If monetary contributions are not an option for you at this time, that's okay too. There are other valuable ways to support us. Sharing the podcast with your friends, family, or social media helps us reach a wider audience and spreads our message of faith and hope. We appreciate your continued support and dedication to our ministry. Your involvement allows us to touch lives and make a lasting impact. We look forward to connecting with you in our future episodes. Remember, together we can make a difference. Thank you for listening, and may God bless you abundantly.